0: Hello and welcome to the Zwift, the SBS podcast. As the days get longer, I'm looking forward to riding the roads again. But I couldn't be happier with the work I've put in on Zwift over the winter to keep in shape. Having completed so many of their Fun is Fast event series, I know that when I venture back out onto the road again, I'm ready to climb mountains, push through fondos and speed through intervals. And the workouts, they're all still available. All you need is a bike, trainer and the Zwift app. Get a free seven-day trial at Zwift.com right on
1: Bonjour Bonjour Buenas tardes and welcome to the Zwift Cycling Central uh, podcast before we start uh, let me remind you that you can uh, download st- uh, stream or subscribe to our podcast on our website sbs.com.au slash cycling central or logger rides with our friends at Zwift joining me is Dave Mackenzie how Dave oh I'm getting into the groove I'm good yeah. thanks It's on the stage do five. you like do you like my Paris Roubaix t-shirt Cobble. Not bad.
2: You're about two months too early, uh, which is bizarre to say that.
1: Never too early for Paris-Roubaix. It's Rubert.
2: weird to say that, isn't it? I uh, know, but I like it. it's still it. coming. But uh, I'm good. I'm good. Yep. Good for Alta so far.
1: It's a... Uh interesting today because some breaking news to start with you see it at the bottom of the screen sarah gigante just signed a new contract for movistar Damn. this is a great news for sarah so we of love the her, what of the price it was about 10 minutes ago being revealed um, Damn. so what do you make of that moose maca here's the it's, tweet actually i'm bringing the tweet up
2: yeah it's huge news it is huge news uh Number of reasons. And it's it's interesting actually that it's Movistar, Star because Maddie Keenan and I were chatting in the commentary the other night. Yeah. We're talking about the team, Movie Star, and actually I think we've even chatted with Gracie yeah, we did. Alvin we did. On, yep. on I'm getting confused <laughs> where the discussion was. But we're talking about the makeup of Movistar, the men's team predominantly. Yep. And I've been critical of them in the past saying, you know, they, they need a bit of a refresh and Valverde's coming towards the end of his career, but he's hanging around. He's not going anywhere. Their tactics are outdated. And then, <clears throat> excuse me, Maddie talked about, I think it's the son of the, the owner of the team. Yes. Who has had some big influence in recent years. And I've met him a couple of times at the two. speaks mm-hmm. excellent English and he, and he sort of operates a few different roles. He's had a big influence on the women's team and Anamit van Vluten, of yep. course, has spent her first. And, and year actually
1: there. Let, let let's focus just one second. We'll talk about the Vuelta in, in a minute, but yep. let's focus on, on the impact Anamik van Vluten had on the Movistar team. Because all of a sudden they started winning. Yep. They started winning races. And then they're starting to look very good for the, the, the future of the woman and racing. And we
2: know we know the effect that she had at the bike exchange yep. team. And and you know, talking to Spratty and some of the other women who were there saying how much of a pro she was and what they learnt from her enter Movistar. Not just Anna Meek winning. There's yeah. other riders on yeah. that squad winning, and now they signed Sarah Gigante. This is, and this is massive kudos. Just in the context of professional cycling, it is massive kudos to Movistar. Yeah, not not so much for signing Sarah. That yeah, fantastic. But the fact that a Spanish team that has predominantly been about the male side of cycling, and I'm talking about the country itself. Yep. But in recent years, Movistar have taken a real lead, a real lead. And about two seasons ago, when they did the the start of the season launch of the team, it wasn't the men's Movistar team and the women's Movistar team, it was Team Movistar. Yep. And they rolled them all out, all together at the same launch. I thought it was brilliant.
1: No, absolutely. And this is this is a big news for Australian cycling, yeah. of course. Maybe a slight question, why is she not going to back exchange? Or are we expecting too much of a team like Back Exchange? They are a global team. Are we expecting them to do too much for Australian cycling, or should they? What's uh, the answer on this?
2: Look, it's a good question, and and it's a it's a valid question because if you don't ask it, someone else will, and and, and fans will yeah. say, oh, you know, that that's our Aussie team. Shouldn't she be, or shouldn't they be grabbing her? It's like Richie Port never rode for Team Bike Exchange, yeah. never rode for Orica. He he'd sort of already been on his path. Yes, the team was around before Sarah has entered the pro ranks. Um, look, she's on her own path and she is on a trajectory, I think, to greatness. Yep. And I, I hate to say that before it happens with athletes when they're so young because you don't want to jinx them, you don't want to put the pressure on them. But the hell with it. But in a she's, way in a she way. is a star already uh, and we know we're talking about her because because of I think yeah. what she's got under the bonnet, you know. But
1: but my question is around we know there's the Tour de France for women coming up. Yep. Should a team like Bike Exchange try to bulk up the team a bit more around
2: I would have loved to have seen them sign her. I I would have loved to have seen them sign her. And I think they need to start planning for the future Mm -hmm. um, beyond Amanda Spratt. Amanda Spratt is not done by any means. But they need to start planning for the future. And Sarah absolutely could have been. And look, you know, all of this, we have just got this news now. Yeah. For all we know, she may have had discussions with Bike Mm -hmm. Exchange and it just might not have been the fit, we don't know.
1: Do you know what? Two things. One, you, the public, let us know what you think. The comment box is somewhere here below, Uh, please. You know, let us know your thoughts because this is going to be something we will coming back uh, to uh, throughout the, the program if uh, we have some of your comments. So we're very pleased to bring those comments uh, to the screen. And also, uh, no doubt, we'll talk to Sarah at some point. Sarah is a good friend of this program. I know she listens and she watches most of the time. Well, uh, we're, so we're
2: lying. We just we just heckle her until she agrees to come on. To come on, Sarah. Where are you? News. It's, that is great uh, it's news. absolutely brilliant. Yeah, it's news exciting.
1: for for Australian cycling. Absolutely. Okay, let's talk. About the Vuelta oh, change gears, so yeah. yes, absolutely. Uh, you know what? Actually, change gears, very good comment. Uh, because let's do a recap, let's do a recap From of the Vuelta so far. Okay, yeah. right. let's cool. do a recap with our resident, our very own Belinda.
3: G'day, Christoph and Macau. Well, the Vuelta, it's on the road, and I'm going to try and recap it all for you. Stage one started with an individual time trial. That's right, the race to get your car at the front of the queue lander he was a little bit too tranquil though rocking up to work with only a few seconds to spare kind of like i do after staying up all night watching the racing whoops aaron buru he was sweating in the hot seat it wasn't the only thing that was hot 37 degrees out there riders were melting he was waiting until roglitch snuffed out his chances roglitch taking the win and the red jersey stage two It's a sprint stage, it's still a hot one, so those domestics, they're on bottle duty, of course. (laughs) This is why I'm not a pro rider, it's the only reason, of course. The fans on the side of the road, they were trying to cause crosswinds, but it wasn't to be. That's not to say the peloton wasn't nervous. Oh boy, they, every time the road changed, they were on the gas. It was go, then they'd stop, then they'd go again then they'd stop again. Then they'd go again until they caught the break. Now we're coming into the sprint. We've got Jakobsen, Philipsen, Matthews. Who's going to take the win? It is Philipsen. And do you think the action is over at that point? No, this brings us to our biff, tiff of the week. Let me recap it for you between Jakobsen and Philipsen. You were in my train. No, I wasn't. Okay, I'll see you tomorrow. Very, very polite. Not quite the hot-blooded sprint action. Anyway, on to stage three, and because we are at Welter, we don't have to wait for mountains. That's right, you want short and sweet? I've got a long and steep Eight riders in the breakaway, including Kenny Ellison, Joe Dombrowski for UAE. We've got Lillian Carmejan and Rain Taramay. He breaks off the front of that breakaway and takes the win. First win at Luelta in 10 years. Also, he reigns supreme in the red jersey. Just one pun, I promise. Meanwhile, back in GC land. Sepkos, he's lost the King of the Mountains jersey. And Roglic, he's isolated. Yikes! But hey, eh, he's not having the best day. Carapaz he's off the back. That kind of solves Ineos' contender problem. Only two left, Ineos. Moby Star, they're up to their normal tricks. Mass, he puts in an attack, and Lopez chases him down. Never change, Moby Star. Meanwhile, roglitch he's lost the red jersey. Now if you like me, Roglitch, just check down the back of the washing machine. I reckon you'll find it in a couple of days. Stage. Four! We are sprinting again into Marché Wandy. They are proud proudest punch on the front of the Peloton. Controlling the break. Oh, but their leader, Rain Terrame, crashes in the red jersey. He's okay, he's with in the 3K marks, so he gets back up. Okay, we're coming in to the sprint finale. And is it going to be a fairy tale win with Fabio Jacobson? It is! Yes! His first Grand Tour win since his horrible crash a year ago. Yay! Right. We've lost two riders so far, Catterford and Freeze on. he didn't go home because of those post-stage shower interviews with lotus Sedal, but I wouldn't blame him if he did. Right. What's coming up next? Stage five. There's a straight section finally in this race, and I am hoping for... Echelons. Come on, Matthews, you can do it after that. The map tells us we are heading to the mountains and I'm hoping Aru gets a pre-retirement bonus. What do you reckon, Christoph and Maka? I'm
2: not sure if Aru is going to get a oh, I bonus. No, retirement. I'm with her. I'm with you, Belinda. I want, uh, I'd want. i love to see Aru. Yeah. You know what? And you know the cool thing, which I think we showed on stage one, it's the first interview I've ever heard and the first time I've heard him speak in English. are you sure yes prior to that no I tried to interview him at the tour a few times very limited and he he obviously wasn't confident but because he's been with uh, Quebec Assos um, English speaking team yeah no, I'm with you. I'd love to see him. But
1: also, we just praised the, the Movistar, and then here goes Belinda. She slammed Oh, it. you
2: slammed him. Yeah. Boom, boom. Well, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> outdated tactics. Chasing down your teammates doesn't yeah. work.
1: <laughs> Absolutely. We're getting some comments, actually, about the, the move for uh, Saar Gigante to Movistar. Keep them coming. Here are some. Uh, let's talk about the stage Therefore, yesterday. Let's go back to what uh, Belinda just said mm. and uh, what we've just seen yesterday. Uh, Jakobson. Yeah i mean he's a popular winner he has to be because we know everything that has happened for the obvious uh, reasons for the yeah, obvious yeah. reason last year tour of poland we're not going to come back to it but yes he had a massive crash and yes he, he had a very rough time and it's so good to see him but uh, it's not just us or you that are happy to see him all the riders were in that case yesterday very happy for him to win let's look at, have a look <laughs>
2: Ja, jongen!
4: Kom op. Ja. Formaat komen. Kom Dankjewel. Konden jullie het zien? Ja, ja,
1: ja, ja, ja,
5: ja. Ja, joh. Wat wil ik komen knuffelen?
1: Ja, goed. Nou niet. Oké. Hey. So very popular uh, winner. Uh, you you commentating on that uh, yeah. on that stage yesterday. Uh, what did you make of the of the whole stage and him as a winner?
2: Uh, well, firstly, the, the first takeaway I get from that is the real raw emotion for him. He's moved on, as in he had two victories prior to the Vuelta, smaller yeah. a smaller race, but in terms of that emotional sort of um, build up to getting his first big win, you can see there. There's no tears. There's no wow. I've made this massive yeah. comeback from a year ago and. You know again uh you know such a such an incredible return to pro cycling he's moved on yeah he's now business-like he, he talks about it but he's business-like and he's like this is where i was this is where i was before my crash so i'm back to where i was okay and now he's aiming for bigger and better and so i love it i, I think it's great and this guy is a superstar and yeah. and the congratulations from uh, Mateo trentin and there was a few others there that our, our i think another camera grabbed it's just nice. It's yes. just nice that he's getting the respect from the And also,
1: top. he grabs the green jersey. So, the points or sprinter jersey as well, which is nice for him as well to just go back. And knowing the uh, the, the kudos that this team has, when yeah. you look at where he's from, he, he is in the Dukunic quick step. They are used to win. They are used to... I mean, let's face it. They got the green with Mark Cavendish at the Tour de France and they make a big thing out of it. So, him having the green here at the Vuelta, it's actually massive.
2: It's massive and 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 just to sort of look the crystal ball look down the road he's here to stay yeah. as in michael matthews may withdraw in preparation for the world champs a couple of other sprinters mm-hmm. might do the same or st- similar type riders uh jakobsen he will stay. go he will he will attempt to finish the vuelta and therefore he's going to be a serious challenger yeah. to take that green jersey
1: let's listen to uh, fabio jakobsen he is actually in green.
2: You might be even stronger than you were before.
1: You are in green. You have been second on the, on the first sprint. Is there also your opinion? For,
5: uh, I don't know. Uh, I tried to, to be the best version of me, you know. And after the crash, it was a long time to come back. Uh, a lot of people put time and effort into this. And uh, I just take it day by day, week by week, and month by month. And here we are uh, a year later. And... Yeah, I think I can say that I'm on the level I was before. Uh, I was also winning stages in La Vuelta two years ago. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to, to win the stage again this year. And uh, yeah, I look forward to, to the next days already. To conclude, you have this green jersey. It's a real goal for you. Yeah, of course, uh, with uh, the points system changed a little bit. It's more favorable for the sprinters and uh, it's a nice color, you know, and uh, Mark Cavendish showed in the Tour that it's possible. So uh I'm also dreaming a little bit about this and but we'll take it day by day and uh hopefully I can stay in it as long as possible.
1: Yeah, the green jersey on 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 the Dukin Quickstep. I'm, I'm almost thinking they're pre-making those jerseys uh, yeah, because machine. you know we, we at the Tour last year. Yeah. Uh and then yeah, uh, the
2: victories they have. Like it, not yeah. just at the Grand Tours. I mean they are. Whether you, whether you, you know, we've talked about Patrick Lefebvre, who's, the, the, you know, he's the big boss of that mm-hmm. squad and has been for, you know, forever. And I don't particularly like him. <laughs> I don't like the way he comes across <laughs> and some of the things he says in the press. But, gee, love him or hate him, the you team itself are brilliant. You
1: did mention, but they got a world champion as well in there. Who's that? You know, certain Come on, Philippe. <laughs> uh, but let's talk about Jacobson. He's a very popular uh, winner. He's a very popular with the crowd. We yeah. we can see here there was a fan with a van uh, that just wanted to meet him. You know, this, this is, is cool. But this is cool because this is cycling.
2: Yeah, this is that's right. This is this is sort of one of the sort of quirkiness of our sport. And what I mean by that is, you say what's well, quirky about you know fans of, of, of an athlete. But look at him; they've got the bus parked next to the de Kernic team in football yeah that would not happen the, the 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 door to the hotel entrance would be locked they wouldn't allow totally. fans in
1: so we don't know how close this fan is with the team but he's a fan as well and yeah, look at him he gets cool. his photo with him it's and, cool And Theo's
2: yeah. really engaging with it as well you know that's what's lovely he's enjoying the moment you know it's been a big journey for him back isn't it
1: but again we can see for the team itself
2: yeah David Ebramati he's one of the director sportives former pro himself so he's you know they've all played a big role in this journey and and as Fabio has said already over a number of times you know how good the team has been to him to help him through the period yeah
1: absolutely Uh, do you think they had a drink after I reckon they did I reckon they did we were there Uh, everybody
2: thank
5: you all this is a special moment for me. Uh, it's been a long way coming back, but uh, I'm happy that you've all supported me. And uh, cheers and uh, to tomorrow. Yes. yes. yes.
2: points out of that yep Jakobson <laughs> he's on the Reds which is great well, that's great no, he's not no champagne so I like. he's classy I like that and is, then, it, is it classy yes I don't know. totally you said oh, with champagne true <laughs> um can you can you translate Ziggerzagger zigzagger zigger, he's German I but, don't know he sounds German and the other thing I think every team could just get a pre-record because it's the same what makes you <laughs> think this it. is not a pre-record yes maybe I've got so many in the bank now yeah it's like <laughs> one of those cheap movies where the, the dubbing's all out, out correct of sync. correct
1: <laughs> of course Jakobsen was not alone in this sprint uh, there were other people we'll talk about Matthews uh, in a minute but uh, Arnaud Demar very interesting Arnaud Demar because uh, I remember Kino and probably you as well we sort of said uh, a couple of days ago, he was nowhere in well, the sprint. He was totally inexistent. Uh, not writing him off, but he was just nowhere. Well, but yesterday, yeah. pretty good. How he was.
2: No, he was, absolutely. Look, Matty, Matty has been doing a sort of one-minute summary at the yeah. end of each stage. And he threw DeMar under the bus two days ago. And But i tell you what, he pumped him up last night, and for good reason. DeMar yeah. did everything right, I think. I don't think he did anything wrong. Look at this moment here, though. With uh, Fabio Jakobsen, you know, congratulating him, just another yep. sort of one, and talking to his teammates. But Demar was good; he's back, and we can't we can't think that he's done yep. this season. He hasn't had a great season. He he's a superstar, and I I'm pretty confident he'll get a stage win mm-hmm. at some point. W- um, w- would, con-
1: would that be a key for success for for this team for FDJ Groupama? That say they came here pretty much only with the intention to win stages yeah. and would one stage be enough? Are they looking at several? Oh, I
2: think at the moment, yes. Yeah. You know, get the first one, just get the, yeah. Don't even, don't think about multiples, just okay. they've got to get one in the bag. They yeah. have to really, mm-hmm. um, and Demar's their man to do it. And I think them as a team will take plenty away. So from that.
1: at a minute, the, the sprinting, uh, fight. Is happening between Quick Quickstep and FDJ Groupama. This is going to be where the. Sprint, and Alpacin. But you got Alpacin Phoenix yeah. as well, and yeah. Philipson, What did you make of him yesterday? Uh, did, did he go early and enjoy No, sort I think of, he got a bit balked. Yeah.
2: I think, I think, and again, we'll get to Matthews in a second. I think he got a slightly balked. I don't. It wasn't as hard a finish as we thought it would be. Yeah. So I don't think we can blame that. I just think he got he got boxed slightly. Um, he probably should have got himself out a little bit sooner rather than later. And in the end, look, it was Damar's teammate who did that final lead out. And Jakobsen, we can't show you the vision because we're showing this um, show everywhere around the world. Um, Jakobsen had the... He just picked He threaded the needle yeah. beautifully. He threaded the needle onto Demar's wheel, and then he was quicker than himself. So. Yeah,
1: and then go back, go back and try to see the highlight on SBS on demand because uh, the win is actually beautiful. The yeah. way he threw his bike and the photo finish from the top is absolutely gorgeous. The way you see the the, the way actually uh, Jakobsen yeah. won this one. Oh, yeah, so we, we mentioned Michael Matthews. Uh, yeah. What did you make of the performance yesterday for Michael? Uh,
2: good. No, it was good. He, he's he's. I thought his team did a great job. Luke gets again. I think, was flawless. He did a good job. You've got to remember, he hasn't got a full but sprint train.
1: This is the difference between five guys leading you or one.
2: Yeah. Pretty so much. for one guy, yeah. Mezgetz has been brilliant. I think he's been brilliant on both those sprint stages. Michael was good. I think in the commentary at one point, before I you know, gave it to Maddie to, to take over the, the final, I said, Matthews has got to go now, or Mezgetz has to jump now. And they didn't. And I just think it it cost Michael just that little bit. Um, You know, he was still fifth, though, so it was a good result.
1: Yeah. Let's listen to uh, Michael Matthews.
4: Um, Yeah, like you said, it was messy. Um, It was just all about timing in that that sprint today. Um, Luca did an awesome job through the final there. Um, Positioned me, and I chose to go up the right side um, of the road. And, uh, yeah, everyone else went up the left. So... Um, these things can happen in bunch sprints it's a split second decision and you have to take it in the moment and uh yeah i chose to go the wrong side today but um yeah i think the team did a great job luca did a great job and i tried to finish it off but yeah it was just unlucky to choose the wrong side i think
1: i did like the little uh, sound effect of the mopeds european Moped going.
2: Did you put that in? Of course. He's <laughs> um, the son of Europe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it is. It is true. Um, yeah, look, Michael summed it up. He yeah. and, and he didn't say he jumped too late or anything like that. And you know, you I, you, you know best when you're in the moment. But I, we're, I'm we're not, not sure. Moment, I'm so. not
1: sure Michael Matthews is feeling great.
2: Really, why? Why do you say that? Because he
1: said it in the interview I cut. <laughs> oh, I really? You chop that bit out? <laughs> yeah, I chopped that bit out. But no, I, he said actually. But the the quality of the sound was so bad, oh, I okay. couldn't play it. But he said, I didn't feel great yesterday, and I didn't feel great today. So okay. he's not
2: feeling that great. Well, Keno asked me again in the comms. He said, "Do you think, do you think there's that little bit of fatigue? Not not because we're thinking it with Michael. We we're sort of yeah. prepping for the sprint finish. This was before the stage finished. And I said, "Yeah, look, it's possible. It's." You got to remember, he's come off the back of a really hard-fought tour yeah. where he sprinted just about for every single intermediate sprint. True, yeah. not every stage. So bridge, uh, very different. nervous
1: racing. Very, yeah, very nervous like racing. That.
2: That's so. He's. I think no matter what, it's it's amazing. And I mean, I'm batting on about it, but Michael hasn't had a. Has he not had a victory this year, or not had a World Tour victory? Certainly not at the Tour, as we yeah. know. But I'm singing his praises because of his his, um, his commitment. His attitude as well. His, and his attitude. Yeah. I just think it's... And I know that, that at some point, when you pay the big bucks, yeah, attitude means nothing. Wins mean more. Mm-hmm. But attitude goes a long way. And eventually, a, a good attitude, if you're good enough, will get you a win. So, so
1: at what point... That's a question I had, but it's also a question uh, from Julie here. Uh, at what point, Luca Mesgec goes for it? is is when matthews sort of moves out of the of the vuelta if he does to prepare for the world yeah would Metz get then then go
2: for it then he gets his opportunity yeah. not before not before good question not before he's not he's not as look he, he he's a slightly similar type of rider to michael yeah. in the sprints he's not a pure sprinter but he's not as quick and and he hasn't got the x factor that michael's got He'll get his chance, Julie. I think if Michael heads home, I yeah. think and I think he will. Um, so I think Luca will. Um, and I, I think he deserves a, an opportunity, but they shouldn't give him the opportunity while Michael's still there.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Ren Tarami is still in red. He is. Uh, yep. Despite a little,
5: he, he had a, a
2: little hiccup. The team and him almost had a flawless day. Like the way it went was perfect. They had to ride tempo for the first half. That's that's only normal, that's yep. natural. The second half they didn't really have to put anyone on the front, so it was a good day for them until just inside three kilometres to go, and he had a little touchdown at speed, but he was lucky unlucky that he was the only one who crashed, yep. and but lucky somehow it didn't seem to do too much damage. Yeah,
1: So let's listen from Rain tar I
4: think you're crashing. How did it happen? And moreover, how are you? Uh, I don't really know how it's happening because uh, it was very, very nervous. Yeah, and one, one moment in uh, in the right side, one guy, he made like that. Yeah, and I was, he take me and I crashed. But uh, I'm alive. <laughs> I don't have uh, many injuries. I'm a little bit burned like that, but I feel Okay. It, it looks okay. Yeah. Can you tell us about your first day uh, in the leading jersey in the Grand Tour? Did you see any difference? Yes, it was incredible because my team riding in front of the race a uh, very long time and uh, we really enjoyed everybody. We were joking all together all day and uh, we really enjoyed it. Yeah. It was beautiful now that you know how it feels. Have you calculated how many days you can keep it? If uh, tomorrow there is no wind, probably it's possible to keep uh, also tomorrow. And after tomorrow is up, till minus mean is one kilometer, so there is all about positioning. I think I have legs to hang on, but if I arrive to position myself well uh, or bottom of the climb, this I, I don't know. Uh, But so, yeah, I think two more stages and Alicante stage is a big battle for me, but probably it's too hard. See you again tomorrow then. Yeah, thank you. Thank
1: you. So Ryan Tarame here hoping for no win tonight. We'll talk about this uh, in a second, but a few days in red still for him. He still wants a bit more of that red jersey.
2: And he could get a bit more, you know, he, he... You know, I think there's a day of stage seven or something coming up, stage eight, seven or eight, where we expect him to lose it. Yeah. But he may not. Yeah. He may not. If he, you know, and, and he's, he's director sport, if I think was quoted saying, you know, motivation is everything. Yeah. For Ryan in terms of keeping this red jersey. Remember Vaucler and that. his
1: yellow jersey that we thought he was, mm. or oh, Alaphilippe for that matter, we thought he was yeah. going to lose it. But that leader jersey does something special to you.
2: It does. And I think not that, Taramay had jitters yesterday, and he had a little touchdown, but he's 34. He's experienced. And, you know, he's now got three Grand Tour stages on his Palmares and a leaders jersey, no matter how many days he wears it for. So I think he's going to settle into this jersey better, Um, you know, barring an incident, a a stage coming up, which we'll get to shortly, should be pretty straightforward. Run of the mill, and and then I think he'll, you know, and gives him a bit of recovery because that stage win hurt him. Yes, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's in the break all day. So that... That takes a couple he, of days he to worked, from. He
1: actually worked really hard to get that jersey. Yeah, exactly. Worked really yeah, hard. Yeah. Uh, let's have a look at the standings uh, where we are now. So, Rein Tarame is in the lead. Kenny Ellison is second. Primoz Roglic is third. Uh, and is uh, only 30 seconds behind. Leon Kamidjad is fourth. Uh, and then I'll let you read. Uh, Egan Bernal has come up from 11th to 9th. Yep. And Mikel Landa yeah, is, they're all they're is all there. There. Yeah, they're all there. Yates is
2: there. They're all, well, most of them are there. Fabio Aru is uh he's Close. Just outside yeah. of that, but, he, but he, uh, he's only lost a little bit of time over it, yeah. so he's looking good as well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then the jerseys, uh, this is how they stand today as we are heading to uh, the next stage of uh, the Vuelta. Tarameh is in red. We saw Jakobsen is in green. Ellison has got the polkadot, the French people and polkadots. This is a, a whole lot, level of discussion we should have. <laughs> and uh, Egil Bernal is still in the Young Riders it's jersey. It's still hard to believe that yeah.
2: he's a young rider, Bernal. Um, Absolutely. Stage uh, let, five. Let,
1: yeah. Let's before we go to stage five, let's uh, come back to uh, to the breaking news uh, we had early on in this program. Sarah Gigante is moving to uh, movie star and massive, massive. And then we hope to talk to Sarah Gigante in the next podcast or in this week uh, to talk about this move, which oh, is yeah, a massive move. Let's talk about the stage tonight. Uh, what can you say about what's coming up tonight? This is the stage we are going to
2: Albacete. Albacete. It's been here six times previously. They've looks a pretty flat. Finish.
1: Yep. If you'd ask me, it looks pretty flat. It's
2: pretty dead <laughs> flat because on the six times, way back, well, uh, Jean Paul Van Poppel, the yeah. great Dutch sprinter who won the green jersey at the Tour de France and multiple stage wins, he won here. 99, Marcel Woost won. Robin the and our very own, was in the mix on that occasion. That was very early on. And
1: Robbie, uh, if you're watching, we know where you are. You just had a surgery on your knee. Uh, so all the best. Yeah, actually, I, think by the it, way. I
2: think it all went well too. Good to hear, Robbie. Yeah. And um, he's keeping himself busy on Facebook, by the way. <laughs> so, and, the char- and the
1: chart about COVID, but that's uh, yeah. a different <laughs> thing. <laughs> just, yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he's, he's getting bored, which is only natural. Uh, Oscar Frere won in 2000. Robbie Hunter, the South African. Bataki no three and Buhani in twenty fourteen was the last winner. Okay. So look, it's going to be a sprint stage. I don't think there'll be crosswinds. It's got it's had crosswinds previously here. But, but so far intent- we've been disappointed. Yeah,
1: and your intel is telling you no crosswinds. My
2: intel is telling me well, not enough wind. Yeah. And that's been the case so far, but the temperature is rising well over the thirties, so mid thirties once again. So it's going to be a very hot day. Remember. The race is now heading south, yep. so we expect it to get a lot warmer uh, over the next well, the course of the next week. Uh, so this is going to test the riders once again. Yep. Okay,
1: uh, and it's live for you, and you are uh, calling or commentating on that uh, on that stage with Matthew Kinnis.
2: Yes, ten forty on the tracker. We've got the tracker up, reminding you all uh, this year on the Vuelta for the first yep. time, so that's exciting. Ten forty, and I believe eleven on Viceland and on demand, we've got you covered. Uh, absolutely it's
1: all here actually you can actually see uh, every stage live on sbs viceland sbs on demand and the tour tracker uh any other news we've got grace brown yes you spoke to grace uh, last week yes i did Uh, but then some news came about
2: yes so this is this has only just happened let's go to it and there it is she's in the sling this is well disappointing to say the least yep. for her.
1: For uh, her because uh, this is also the end of an era because this, she will not race again with a team bike exchange. She's moved on teams yep. and this is a season ending surgery. Her, that's what she
2: says. Yeah, that's right. So, I mean, she only had really two, well, only. The two big objectives, as we sort of discussed in that interview, paris was one of them. So I'm going to have to look back, look at yeah. my fantasy tipping yeah. and pick someone else. Thanks, Grace. Um, and I was wearing the paris t-shirt yeah, today. Exactly. And, of course, <laughs> the world's in Flanders, yeah. which I thought, yeah, I mean, she was, the big focus was going to be the but TT. But it must be, because this
1: is a decision for her to get a surgery. I don't think there was an emergency for her to get the surgery. I think she decided to have the, yeah, the well, surgery. She needed the surgery at some point.
2: And I think it's a case of, reading between the lines, it's a Look, the crash, to remind everyone, was yeah. way back at the Giro you. Correct. Um, and then she raced the Olympics. She was fourth in the TT, so she was okay. You know, she could race at, obviously, the highest level. But she just knew something wasn't right and got it checked out. And I think they said, look, if you don't have this operation, you might have a bit of a bung shoulder for the rest of your life, not just your career. And it's obviously as you get older. She did
1: not want that. You know (laughs) that.
2: So I think she's made the smart move. Tough decision. Absolutely. But um, it'll hopefully bring her back bigger and better next year.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Well,
2: this is it for today,
1: I think. This is we all we packed have.
2: a fair bit. Yeah. Hey, well done on the well done on the breaking news and the news <laughs> bar. It's back. You've got me. I'm going to have to start thinking now. I, I forgot about the news oh, bar. No, need to have given. So did I. I'm <laughs> well, actually a little bit annoyed that you brought it back. So anyway,
1: anyway, this was the uh, Zwift Cycling Central podcast. Uh, uh, before we go, let me remind you that you can uh, download, stream, and of course subscribe to this podcast on our website sbs.com.au/slash Cycling Central or log a with our friends at uh, Zwift. The Vuelta tonight should be an interesting. Stage with this man and Matthew Keenan live on SBS Viceland on On Demand and on the Tour Tracker and we'll see you tomorrow, well same place, same time. Until then, it's bye for now.
0: Before we go, a quick word from our sponsors with La Walter is all about climbing. So why not try Geraint Thomas's athlete workout? Fun is flying uphill. A great pillar of any climbing is muscular endurance and believe me when I say that's what you'll get. Testing yourself on training plans alongside world-class cyclists is what makes Zwift so exciting. I can't wait to show my mates the fitness I've been able to build at home. All you need is a bike, trainer and the Zwift app. Visit Zwift.com and I'll see you on there soon. Ride on.